Hello and welcome to Running Down Corridors. Join Martin, Chris, and Abby as they navigate the universe of Doctor Who. On this episode, Martin and Abby talk about Doomsday. Hello and welcome to this impromptu episode of Running Down Corridors. I'm Martin and joining me tonight I have Abby. Abby, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Good. Chris can't be with us this week, sadly he fell down a well. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. But yeah. Going to a well. Yeah, well, I guess so. What was he looking for? Missing episodes, maybe? That's what it was. Yeah. What it was. Must be that. Must be that. So this might just be a really short episode because I'm still recovering from my hip surgery. So I'm in a bit of pain still and we'll have to stop when I feel like I'm in pain. My co-host here is <laughs> a bit dinged up. Abby, why don't you tell the good people what happened to you? I fell down the stairs and sprained my wrist, which is great because I can't audio edit at the moment, so I'm, I, I'm a bit stuck. I didn't ask. Which one? Uh, right. Are you right-handed? Right. I, I write with my left, but I do everything else with my right. And what are those? Right. Ambidextrous. Yeah. I can't edit, so I'm a little oh, bit yeah. like, what do I do with myself? <laughs> <laughs> I started to get, yeah, because I had to lay in bed for like six weeks. Oh, God. So I was going spare. I took out the BritBox subscription, so I was watching a bunch of classic Who. But, yeah, I just want to apologize to the listeners because we this surgery that I had done came out of nowhere. Mm. Like, we were expecting it to be April. What happened is in January, I got a call from the hospital, and they said, if you want to see the surgeon that did your last hit, it's going to be July 2024. However, we can fit you in in April with this other guy. And I was like, yeah, great, let's do that. And they were like, okay, come in and meet him on the 30th of January and we'll talk about it. So I went in and met this guy and I liked him and he was like, yep, we'll get it done in April. I left the hospital, I got on the bus, I got off the bus and the hospital called me to say, yeah, we've just had a last minute cancellation. We can do it this Thursday. So I think I'd even text Chris when I came out in the hospital when I said, Chris, uh, we're going to have to come up with a contingency plan because <laughs> surgery in April. And then, yeah, so basically I had like 48 hours notice that I was going to have this hip replacement. So, yeah, we had no chance to prepare any kind of okay. episodes or anything. It just completely took us all by surprise. I thought we'd catch up a little bit with the news that's been happening, Abby. So have you heard about this unit spinoff that the Daily, Mail, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. Daily Mirror has reported on? Yes, very excited. Yeah, I mean, unit makes the most sense because old viewers and new viewers know what it is. And Kate's been in it recent enough. Like she was in the last special and the last series and she's in a couple of episodes coming up. So she kind of makes sense to give a spinoff to. It makes more sense than trying to shoehorn in another character and create a spin-off about them i think they they realized what they did wrong like i know it was different people but they realized what they did wrong with class and now they're like oh people know this woman we'll we'll give her a (laughs) spin-off because even even if you're not like an avid fan if you're scrolling iplayer and you see kate stewart's picture and it says unit Mm. you know that's a doctor who spin-off 100 if you're scrolling iplayer and you just see class you're like oh this is one of the other seven bbc shows set in a school CBBC. Yeah, it's crazy. And I guess talking about CBBC, the the mini episode we are here to discuss today, Doomsday. Yes. So, Abby, I've got to ask, I don't know if I know your opinions on this yet. I don't know if we spoke about (laughs) it. What did you make of it? Yes, right. So, The Greatest Assassin. Yeah. Wow. I you she's The Greatest Assassin. So... I understand what they're doing. They're trying to get the, like, children back into the show. 
um, because that's what it was originally pitched for. They're trying to get the, the, the kids back in. I get that. But her, she doesn't give Greatest Assassin vibes at all. Well, I don't know if they're trying to get the kids back because this is happening in, in spin-off media. Yeah. So... No, she doesn't. She just, it's, it, the, way they, the way they've presented it, it, it does literally sound like, a, like you said, like a CBB's CBC yeah. type. That's the way it comes across, but there's no 10-year-old that's asking for a 30-quid big finish box set. I'll say this, and I'm going to talk about a fan company. So Overton Audios, they also have a Doctor Who spin-off, which is a, the greatest assassin in the universe, called The Crimson Hunter. Now... <laughs> we were joking and putting up pictures of like the Crimson Hunter and Doom and the the vibes you get off of the pictures are completely different. Like I I, I would willingly accept that Chelsea Lagan as Junior Breslin slash the Crimson Hunter could quite easily be the greatest assassin, but I, I she she she's not putting that character off in my opinion. It's just so weird. Like, the performance is weird. It's film weird. And I don't know if you saw this, but I only know about this because it was discussed on another podcast. But apparently on Reddit, the person involved with making the video broke down the budget for the whole thing. And all in, it was £2,000. So that was money to design the costume, make the costume, materials for the costume, travel to London, book in the venue to do the costume fittings and to film that thing in. So... No wonder it looks like... Yeah. considering they've been like, oh, we've been given a bigger budget, yada, yada, yada. Well, not on this year, eh? Yeah, Mickey Mouse has been nowhere near this one. You can tell. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, how's RTD let this go? How's he put this out? And I've got a theory that he inherited this. And yeah, I yeah. don't think it's Chibnall. I think what happened is in that brief window, because Chibnall spoke about this in a recent interview, there was a there was a brief window where there was no Doctor Who coming up. Mm. Like, there wasn't even going to be flux because of the extra costs of COVID precautions. Yeah, yeah. And all of that. I bet the BBC exec came running in the office one day and was like, I have just seen the freshest new show on Disney Plus. People are like, oh, great, great. What is it? It's about this agent. They're like, yeah, great. He's a spy and he's got to go do all this and he's an assassin and he does this and it all takes place in one day. It's called 24. (laughs) That's what I think has happened. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else is in the room going, it's like 20 years old now. No, no, no. It's the freshest new thing. 24. We're going to set a drama that is 24 hours and there's going to be 24 different pieces of media. They tried this before a couple of years ago with Time Lord Victorious. Yes. And, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be completely open and transparent to our listeners. Yes, I run a website called badwolf.com and via that, I very nicely get given review copies for Big Finish. I get review copies for Titan Comics and review copies on BBC Books. Yeah. I was getting all of Time Lord Victorious for free and I couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> and in my personal life, I've been suffering with a disability since 2018. So I've basically been semi-housebound since 2018 yeah. so there's me with all this free media and free time i couldn't keep up with time Lord victorious so i don't know how anyone with a job and kids and a normal life is meant to keep up with that basically if you have to release a flow chart to tell your audience in what order shit happens you've lost them already yeah damn 
And I know people who worked on Time Lord Victorious, and I know they worked really hard to make something good. And I listened to some of the Big Finish audios, I read some of the comics, and they were good. But it's a hard thing to do, and I don't get why you wouldn't just... It, it makes sense to go to, like, Big Finish and say, okay, we want you to do a tie-in merger with Titan. Mm -hmm. And then you just do a story that spans Titan and Big Finish. And then that's easy for everyone to keep up. And you keep it, if you keep it self-contained enough, then people can follow whatever storyline they like. But when it's books and comics and annuals and I know, it just becomes really convoluted. And the weirdest thing about Doomsday, they've not released any of the information on any of the creatives. That's true, actually. Yeah. I went back and looked at the Time Lord Victorious trailer today because I was like, I, I remember that trailer being good. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was produced by Big Finish, and Big Finish make outstanding freezing trailers. Definitely, yeah. And the Time Lord Victorious trailer is a like a bashed up Dalek floating through space. And then he turns to the camera and says, I need to warn the universe about the Doctor. Mm. And then that's it. That's the trailer. And you're like, wow, what is this? Yeah. But yeah, Suze Kempner, I mean, she's never acted before. I know she's done her skits on... Yeah, she's done like comedy stuff. And I, I, I am just like, in all fairness though, Russell, if Russell was involved in this... Uh, he has cast comedians before and I have kind of gone, why are you casting them? And he has proven me wrong. I don't know. Like, I'm hoping she proves herself, but, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I hope I listen to a big Finnish audio and I'm like, yeah, this was this was great. Yeah. But yeah, because I, I got it massively wrong. I remember, I'm old enough to remember when they announced the stand-up comedian was playing Batman. I'm old enough to remember when they announced the Wolverine in the X-Men. Five foot four inch Canadian Wolverine was going to be played by a six foot three Australian song and dance man. <laughs> my, my, my teacher at college was such a huge X-Men fan. He had a Wolverine tattoo on his arm. He got so angry at that announcement. He, he cancelled lessons. <laughs> he was infuriated. And I can't remember his last name. So I've never been able to go back to him and be like, what do you, what do you make of you, Chapman? So I'll admit, I've got, I've got it massively wrong. And I remember when hearing that Donna was coming back and thinking, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And Catherine Tate proved herself to be one of the most popular companions of all time. So it could be done. She could be amazing. But the costume doesn't help, like the half glasses thing. Yeah, they don't look right at all. And there's one image where she looks like she's about 70. <laughs> and it's with the hood and the glasses. And like, if I was, if I was like cast an evil witch or something, <laughs> it's, it's the so white. manipulator that gets me. I know um, a couple of like, prop makers like hmm. um yeah prop makers for doctor who and i remember they they're all they were commenting on was how her vortex manipulator works so like what is that yeah. they've got john barrowman's knocking around yeah exactly why is it look so it doesn't even look like a vortex manipulator yeah. like maybe 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 have it the same but like in a different color or something but it literally looks like a completely different device well i guess i guess looking at like my iphone now it doesn't look like an iphone from 10 years ago so maybe vortex manipulators are the same but we need to see that progression as well. yeah yeah exactly we need to see a different one on screen like plus jack was from like ridiculously far in the future anyway wasn't he yeah. it's like mm, i don't know <laughs> i think they've made the same mistake here they did with class probably and yeah it's just like why isn't this river and i'm yeah. i'm not river song's biggest fan i don't i don't hate the character in any way but if this was river running from an assassin and trying to find a doctor it would work like yeah, see that 
being a compelling, but just a, a character we don't know who's an assassin and we're, we're meant to suddenly pony up like... I feel like when we say assassin, we do like the little finger bunny things. Oh, yeah. You know what, what we needed there is when she said, I'm the universe's greatest assassin, we needed a montage of her taking people out. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. That, that's what you need. And it just comes, unless she isn't and she just thinks she is. She's just bigging herself up, yeah. Mate. What, what if... It's all lying. All, all these people have just died miraculously around the time she's... Tra- <laughs> I'm the greatest assassin. Somebody did say, I did read somebody's comment that was like, if she's the greatest assassin, it happened by accident. <laughs> Oops. So she's trying to strangle someone that had a heart attack. Yeah, or like she pushed the wrong button and like the air lock opened, like that sort of thing. <laughs> but, yeah, and like blame my mum. Just, just like, what? And I get why people mean this is for kids. And I showed this to my son. My son's 14. And he, I said, he hasn't watched Doctor Who for years. Like he gave up during the Capaldi era. But I sent him the trailer and I was like, what would you make of this, mate? And he went, that is the single worst piece of Doctor Who I've ever seen. I showed it to Noah and he just kind of looked at me like, what? Why? And your son's... He's eight. And yeah. <laughs> I, do, I don't get who this is for. No. I don't think... I don't think they know who this is for, to be fair. At least if they, like, if they said, oh, James Goss is running this or Una McCormack is running this, I would be like, okay, these are two capable writers that have written many, many expanded pieces of Doctor Who media before. They're safe hands. This is going to be something. Yeah. To not put out any names, it's just really weird. It almost feels like they're embarrassed by it. Yeah, somebody made this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone someone made this. Yeah, the Reddit post got deleted after the person uh, broke down the costs. Oh, my God. But you can still find the comments to it because all the comments are like, is it normal to not get paid for your work? <clears throat> I'll say this, though. I'll say this. And this one thing that kind of irritates me with the Doctor Who community, a lot of people have gone to her like started messaging her and saying you've ruined it you've ruined doctor who blah 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 blah. and it's like what no no she's just doing a job somebody employed her so it's not her that's turned around and gone i'm going to ruin doctor who she's been like retweeting like people that have been saying to her like doctor who's died because of you and she's like what it's like leave the girl alone (laughs) yeah yeah it's not it's not right to contact her i mean say you want about it but just don't yeah don't at her I hate that. Like, I saw somebody slagging off Deal or No Deal's coming back, and someone I follow on Twitter was like, oh, they're bringing it back with this talentless hack, and then, ta- like, tacked in the guy that... And I'm like, why would you do that? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, whilst we're talking about Sue's Kempner, Sam Michael, formerly of this parish, is uh, doing a stand-up gig with her in June, so check out Sam's yeah. Twitter. Don't go and abuse Sue's. No. If you want to meet her just to meet her and get your picture with Doom, fantastic. Go do that. But don't love and support for the actress. Exactly. She yeah. You know she's giving all her best. She script. She was offered the job and she exactly. did this. I think the most telling thing that Russell T. Davis hates this is it's the one piece of sixtieth anniversary tie in media he's not posted to his Instagram. That's true. Aside from a quote. There is nothing from him about this. Yeah, that's that's another thing that, like, supporting what you said earlier about the whole, this is kind of pre-Russell. Or, like, it's just somebody on the side of Russell. And he's just kind of gone, oh, okay, sure, if you say so. 
Yeah, because at least, even if it was Chibnall, they would put that on the marketing. They would be like, okay, from the mind of Chris Chibnall. Yeah. yeah. Even even though, like, you know, Zero wasn't... No, but still some people liked it. Yeah, and like... it's a Doctor Who creative name. But like you said, nobody has been, like, relate. Like no writer has been announced with this. It's just It's just been what we've seen. There's no other connection to it at the moment. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh, this is all on fans for getting their expectations up. However, the BBC don't help themselves because they they were tweeting for a good couple of days that Doomsday's coming. What's Doomsday? And people exactly. are like, oh, is it a sequel to Doomsday the yeah, episode? To Doomsday the episode, exactly. You, you know what's really telling is if you Google Doomsday, yeah, as in this thing, Doomsday Doctor Who, as in the Seuss Kempner thing. The episode comes up. It pulls up the episode. Yeah, that makes sense. Any news articles about Doomsday. They didn't really think about that, did they? Yeah, and it's it's so, so weird. Like, I just, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't think the BBC helped themselves because they did the same thing with class. They bid that up for like a week and they were like, big announcement, big announcement, big announcement. Here's a spin-off with characters you've never heard of. Yeah. And it's like, if you had just released this, if you'd just gone, oh, we've got this tie-in media event coming out called Doomsday, it would be like, okay. And I showed, actually, you know what the most telling thing that people don't understand what this is? All of Susie's followers are all tweeting her, I don't normally watch Doctor Who, but I will watch your episode. (laughs) So normies, like normal people, unlike us they don't even get what this is true true i don't know i just think it's a massive misfire and i, I hope i'm wrong i really hope that hey, we have been proven wrong before with like Carson and stuff so hopefully yeah i hope we get we get the big finish box set and we're like okay this is good because the artwork on the big finish set looks better i don't know if you've seen it yes yeah it's kind of darker and moodier and in the original sketches of her design she's got an eye patch not the half glasses Ah, uh, see, that looks better. Yeah, and she's more... Who's the woman from Star Wars that got cancelled recently? Um, the character was called Cara June. Uh, Gina Carrero, I think she said some anti-trans things and, oh, and got okay. cancelled. The sketches of Doom look like her, a bit like oh. that size. Like, she's a former MMA fighter, Gina, whatever her name is. Oh. And I think the designers were thinking that's the type of person they could, like, this build of person is who they're going to hire. So, yeah, they got that massively wrong. Yeah. I, I I don't understand how this has come about. It kind of feels like a friend of a friend type thing going on. It's um, <laughs> possibly cool. bad. Uh, yeah, your, your fuckwit nephew needs a job. Yeah, you know, it, it sounds really bad, but that's 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 the, the vibe that's coming across, you know. I want to get into acting. Oh, um, I've got this thing for Doctor Who. Do you, you know what probably happened? Someone did a favour for Russell. For Russell, yeah. In the day. And Russell said to them, if you ever need anything, you, you can't see me. And then years later, this person called him and went, I've got this son. He's a bit of a fuckwit. He, he can't do anything. He's got no talent. Can you get him a job at the BBC sweeping up, doing whatever? And Russell's gone, no, you know what? You did such a huge favor for me. I'm going to give him a Doctor Who spinoff. <laughs> it does. It sounds really harsh, but it does have those sort of vibes. It really does. I say I am hopeful we get proven wrong, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's where we'll leave it tonight because we're just going to keep going round in circles yeah, we really are. trying to get 
in pain a bit. So good listeners, we don't know when we will have the full show back. It all depends how I heal and how Abby's wrist is and if we can get down that well. Can I just be annoyed and promote something? Yeah, go on, promote away. It'll be out by the time this comes out, I should think. 2nd of April. We have a on TT Productions 23, which is the audio channel I run, we have a new Paternoster Gang episode coming out called Streetwise, which stars myself and um, Christian Thompson. So I'll just shout that one out because he's the baddie in it. So funny. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh you, you recorded this a couple of months ago, didn't you? Yeah, we did. But it's it's, it's, all, it's all up and waiting in the wings of TT now. So um, the trailer's out on the channel. At the moment, I, heard. I felt like I heard it. Yeah, you probably yeah. did. Um, but yeah, um, just plug in, plug in my stuff at the end of the podcast. Uh, you got anything else coming up? I think so, not at the moment. Not Doctor Who related. <laughs> All right, and we'll leave it there. Oh, it's so rusty tonight, Abby. <laughs> Tell me about it. You have been listening to Running Down Corridors. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review. Like this one from Dave Potter 236. Love this podcast. Enough content that covers everything in the Hooniverse. Classic, new, spin-offs and more. Shane Sam left. He was great on this podcast, but I will continue to listen. Hopefully he comes back again as a guest in the future.